Hi, this is Jack Tester. I'm the president and CEO of Nexstar, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Lounge. I'm in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I'm sitting here with uh, Todd Dampshin, owner of Mainstream Electric. Finish it off, Todd. Mainstream Electric Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Wow, you got a lot there. Now, if I had to ask you that same question three years ago, it would have been, what would have been the name of your company? It would have been Mainstream Electric. Awesome. So that's what we're going to talk about, is Perfect. your journey from a electrical contractor to a multi-trade contractor and kind of what you learned and what you did well and what you kind of figured out along that way. Is that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. I'd love to talk about right, that. Man. First, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, Todd. How'd you get in the trade? Well, well, Jack, I'm, I'm a master electrician and um, getting into the trades, I was in the Air National Guard in 1989. Okay. And sometime around, I was an avionics technician working on the F-4 fighter jet. And somewhere, That's an old plane, isn't that it? That was an old plane, but it was That's fun right. to work on. I bet. It, it, was, uh, it was old, and it broke down a lot, so we got right. to work on it a lot. Sure. Because um, we did switch to a newer airframe. They kind of uh, scrapped those planes or put them in the boneyard because the um, airframes are too long, but oh, too old. So we went to a newer plane, and it just was more box swapping. We didn't really fix anything. It had... Okay built-in tests bummer um so it just wasn't we didn't get to fix it to the component level okay which we got to on the four so i learned a lot about electricity and electronics and um was approached by one of the guardsmen who was an electrical contractor and said you should become an electrician and i'd been searching for that yeah. career opportunity i was full-time at the guard at the time this and, is in idaho yes okay down at Gowan in boise idaho all right I was going to um, had spent a couple of years in college at Boise State, and and um, Elaine was a school teacher down there. Your wife, Elaine. Elaine. Yeah, right. Elaine's cool. the president of our company, and is okay. a really valued member of our team. I just you bet. Yeah, you know, we can she's talk about her. her. She's also on our board of directors. Absolutely. Um, and I was approached by this just electrical contractor and said, you should become an electrician. And I was like, that's that's exactly. Went through the ins and outs of how it worked, four years of college, 8,000 years of on-the-job experience to be able to test as a journeyman. And then two years after that, you could take your contractor's exam. Yeah. And um, I never ended up working for him, but I did pick up a job up with another contractor, and I did exactly that. I was like, that's my opportunity. I always wanted to own my own business. All right. And um, that was the avenue I needed. It was a, you know, a service-based business. It didn't take a lot of capital to get into it. I yeah. could use my hands. And, right. Um, and that's what I did. Okay. So um, you're located in what city is that? We're in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Okay. And our office is in Post Falls in between Spokane and Coeur d'Alene. Right, so you kind of, kind of serve both markets. Correct. So just to set this up, uh, electrical service company in Coeur d'Alene. In Spokane, correct. Spokane, Washington. Spokane, yeah. Right. Okay. And the population of that combined metro area is what? The total population in all the counties there is about six hundred fifty thousand. Oh, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's not bad. It's okay. over probably a 30, 50, 50 mile radius. Okay, so you would consider yourself servicing that whole area? Yeah, uh, yeah. At times we try to stay in a thirty mile radius. Okay, got it. All right. So maybe we serve about five fifty. Five fifty. Yeah. So uh, you started into business. What year did you start mainstream? We started in 2000. Okay, so you've been at this for 
17 years if my Minnesota math is right. Right. I've right. been an electrician for 22 years, and I've been in business for 17. 17. 17th year, correct. All right. Well, uh, when let's, let's just uh, talk about the trajectory of your business. Uh, you Obviously, you started yourself, so you probably were in a truck, right? right? And then 2000, and then, you know, you joined Nexstar. What year was that? I think we joined Nexstar in like 20... It wasn't that long 14. ago. Yeah, it wasn't 20, that long ago. 2013 or 2014. Yeah. We had actually done new construction like everybody else. We were kind of a do-it-all thing. We did, you know, commercial new construction. We did some residential. We did surveys. We did anything we could just to stay busy. Okay, in the early days. Yeah, just like yeah. a lot of contractors get started. And right. I was the... Um, the guy who did all the bidding, I did. The, I learned how to do the book works. I learned how to do the accounting. I learned how to, um, I learned how to do it all. The marketing, how to get jobs. Right. They don't. They don't teach you that in trade school. No, they teach you how to be a great electrician. Right. Right. And right. So on. that was a big learning curve for me. Okay. Um, it went well, um, but we went through the same pitfalls every new construction contractor goes through you know right. we made money we just never had any we were always in our line of credit in and out of it trying to yeah. keep our head above water um jobs always went to the lowest bidder we were just super frustrated and we felt like we ran a better business than a lot of the general contractors were working for yeah I bet they weren't did. prepared for anything they would say they were ready we get out there and they weren't even remotely ready to just waste our time and right super frustrating business yeah when did you uh how long were you in that we were in that four years when we decided to go into service, and we were actually part of a different affinity group. At it's okay. The, at the time, yeah, it was about it we was all it was, have, it was you know that was that was kindergarten for us. So what we're doing now is college. All, <laughs> all right, right very cool. Getting our PhD with there Nexstar. You go. I like it. It was a good it was a good job for us. Um, it taught us a lot about flat rate and how to do flat rate, and. Uh, it we took us a solid year to wean off the general contractors, but so this know, was in two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay, yeah, but I think by the two thousand five we were completely done doing any new construction. Okay, okay. Greatest day of our life is when that general contractor called and said, "I need you to put in a bid," and I was able to say, "We we're not, we don't do new construction anymore." That was a freeing moment for oh, you. Oh my huh? goodness! And he was could not. You could almost hear his jaw hit the desk. He was like, "What?" But you know, a lot of people <laughs> didn't think it's possible in electrical, right? Because it is. Yeah. There's a ton of work in electrical to be done. Yeah. Okay. So you went fully into service replacement in 2005. Correct. And uh, you were uh, learning about business, learning about flat rating, learning about the service business, learning about marketing. Obviously, I'm, I'm filling in the, the blanks Correct. here. Yeah, right. All that was a learning curve. Correct. Okay. And then uh, describe your business when you joined Nextstar in 2000. Let's just say it's 2013. I believe we were probably like right around two million in sales. Okay, pure electric. Pure right. electric. Yeah. yeah. You know, running at about maybe I mean, we're in double digit profits, maybe. Thirteen percent, okay. Nets, which wasn't uh-huh. bad. We just had felt like we had we had just hit the ceiling. We needed to learn more. Okay, and so you're kind of plateauing some, a little had, bit. Yeah, and Nextstar was that avenue for us. Like we, okay. you know, realized that some there were some big hitters and some really great businesses, and we wanted to learn from what they did. Okay, so let's talk about your business at the moment that you decided to add a trade. Okay. Um, 
What year was that, and about where were you at Mainstream at that point? I added um, HVAC in 2015. January 2015, we got our first journeyman and HVAC employee. Okay, so you started in January, and and talk about your electrical business at that point, though. I want you to describe where you were then. So we were profitable. I mean, we were in double-digit profits. You know, I think our... Net profit before taxes was really close to twenty percent. Congratulations! Um, so we had a really strong revenues were to, about how big? I think two and a half million. All right, you know, two point seven million. I think what okay. we did in twenty fifteen. Okay, of pure electrical work. Pure electrical work. Okay. So let's stop. Why? Why the trade? Why another trade? What, we, what, what was going on in your head then? <clears throat> we just wanted to add another revenue stream to our business. We felt like um, although electrical was great. Um, we just we wanted to have these these pillars of revenue, you know, different revenue streams holding okay. up, propping up our business. So okay. if you did, <clears throat> you know, drop in one, you the other one could kind of hold it up. All right. So you wanted a little wider stance. Just a business principle of yeah, okay. just a wider stance and uh, and just witnessing some of the success other contractors and Nextstar had with the multiple divisions. Uh huh. We felt like it was a solid, a solid move to start moving that direction. So, I think the important point I'm hearing is is you were a really nice electrical business. You were highly profitable. You weren't looking. You weren't, you know, just kind of figuring that out. You you knew how to be a great electrical service contractor. Right. Is that a fair statement? That's correct. Highly profitable, no debt. Right. right. Had that kind of. I don't want to say it was running on autopilot because nothing ever does. But you know, you had it. You had it down. And then you got into HVAC, right? That's are correct. For people who, who are listening, obviously everyone's listening, he had a little smile there when he got into HVAC because it, it sounds like it was uh, maybe a learning curve. There's a, there's a huge learning curve to it. It's a different business for sure. Tell me. Um, <clears throat> well, the competition's a lot stiffer, and there's a lot more competitors in the HVAC okay. market. All right. So you got that. You got some long-term established businesses in HVAC so to compete with. You, so you found an electrical service, it was, uh, I'm going to say the wrong word might be primitive, but it wasn't as competitive on a per-job basis, is that right? Correct. There's not a lot of professional electrical service companies right. anywhere in the country. Okay. So you don't have that to compete with. In HVAC, you know, in a market our size, there's probably a, at least a dozen very strong branded okay you know been around for a long time that you you have to manage your you know your way around okay get into the market all right okay so tell me what else you know the you knew electrical right correct what did you find out that was different about hvac that maybe maybe you knew but maybe you didn't quite knew it was that different well the main difference is how many more people it takes to do the same revenue that an electrician can do Okay. That sounds um, like you're bragging as an electrician. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to manage one. So one electrician can bid the job, do his own project. Right. He might need a helper. Right. It depends on the size. And then I, you know, I guess I didn't realize that a service technician on HVAC might ne- not necessarily know how to install a furnace. Okay. You know, uh, which is generally the case. They don't tend to cross over. Right. Like, um, and they don't really have any interest in it, seems like. Did you try to get them to do that at first, or did you, know, you realize first, you didn't need to do it that way? You know, way? that's what I used the first guy that ran our division. 
that was the mandate with him. I was like, the first guy I hired had to be the guy that could service the equipment, could sell the install, and do the install. Okay. And he did that okay. Uh-huh. Um, but we found out the next people we hired, that wasn't their capability okay. at all. And so um, <clears throat> we hired service technicians. So we hired installers. And then you have to have a, you know, someone to kind of coordinate that whole thing yeah. so that it goes smooth. And what I realized is just at a minimum, it, it takes five people to do the same job that one electrician can do or plumber out in the field as far as revenue production and, and job management. Okay. So that was a different business that's model. That's a different business model. The gross margins are a lot lower, which is always shocking to see the cost of equipment and your material based on what you do in electrical yeah right it's 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 shock it takes you a while to get used to that number right those big right. numbers and you're always doing the math trying to figure out where you're at and right okay yeah now you know you 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 and your wife elaine are very active in Nextar, and you make a lot of friends around the country so when i see you at meetings you know you're you're engaged with a lot of different people um so you you knew electrical did you go out and 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 see these other companies in Nextar that were big air conditioning companies, um, or just what? How did you how did you learn about the business model? Well, that's just from being around it for so many years. Being with being in Nextar, being in the other group, it just you, you just see it. You kind of you understand how it works. You mean the HVAC? Yeah, HVAC and okay. plumbing. I mean, you get you get a sense of really what's supposed to happen. Uh-huh. But yeah, we we did take advantage of like. Um, we, you know, Brian Campbell out of Campbell Company has right. been a great mentor for us. And anything we need, Marty Cullen down at Boise right. will do anything for us. So we we have a lot of great resources. All right. And, uh, you know, so that, that does help. Yeah. But you still got to go through it yourself, you know, as much as you learn from these other right. shops. And the, and the Blantons out of North Carolina, right? Yeah. Your buddies Just, to them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a great you know resource with all these members of next star but then the day you're going through it yourself you, you can ask them everything you want but you right. still gotta do the hard work okay all right so um what else so tell us about the first year what were some of the i, I you mentioned you know just the business model was different you had to get your head around that right right that there was technicians and maybe salespeople and installers and install coordinators and all this thing you didn't have right on the electrical side of the business so you had to get your head around how to do that what else? What else was different? Well, you just you know when you just you just start on a new division, you don't you don't come up with a lot of demand calls right away. Okay. So you got to create your own business. How'd you do that? Well, we we leveraged our our database okay. and, and the calls that we had. So we were given free system checks to jobs that were completed on the electrical side. Okay. <clears throat> um, we were cold calling old clients and saying, "Hey, realize you know we've we've got a new we're doing HVAC now. We'd love to come over and you know do a system check and tune up on your system." Did you offer that as a kind of complimentary service to you? That's what we did. Yeah, and then How'd that work worked great. It worked. Right. It worked really good. Okay. Yeah, and we still do it today. Actually, when we're we're short on calls, um, it's part of our outbounding is to call that database of You're, our current clients. That strong and it, electrical base. Yeah, yeah. that works well. Yeah, they were actually really thrilled to hear that we were doing it. They were, yeah. So they had most of these people had had an electrical or an air conditioning company in their life, right? Yes, yeah, some do and some don't. I mean, okay. it's still amazing as as well as HVAC companies market and and 
educate clients and the consumers that the maintenance needs to happen. There's still a lot out there that don't have maintenance agreements that don't maintain their systems. Okay. So that was a, that was an eye opener to us as well. And so now we're in a home. Um, the electricians typically usually will do a quick little inspection on the furnace just to see where it's at, talk to the client, and uh, offer that complimentary inspection. Just let them know that they get that included with their service. Okay. And they'll take us up on it. So oh, very cool. We still don't get a ton of demand calls. We're working on that marketing. We're marketing like crazy to get those. Yeah. We're working on that. Our demand calls are picking up more and more every day. Okay. But it's just a lot slower process than I thought. So, I mean, that's my advice is you're going to have to come up with your own weather. You're going to have to do a lot of system checks and complimentary like that. checks. Come and, up with your own weather. Yeah, you got to create your own weather. Right. You know, you know and, and, I, and I tell you, from years ago, this you know, I think we're a little further along, but I, I recognize that as an issue with plumbing and electrical companies that got into HVAC they came from a demand business mm -hmm. you know where things were breaking on a relatively consistent level every month of the year right and then they got into HVAC and they hired a technician they trained them and they sat and looked at the phone right, <laughs> right. they looked at the, they burned a hole in the phone right, right. ring damn it ring right you know and uh, that's that's an interesting um, transformation that you did relative to your marketing right yeah that you made your own weather Right, you have to. You got to make those outbound calls. Right, and um, that's that's something if you're not used to it, you got to get you got to get comfortable with that. Or right, especially if you're new to a um, yeah. new trade. Well, I can imagine you got into HVAC. It was a January 2015. Is that right? Yeah, we didn't start actually running calls. It takes a while to put all your pricing together and get yeah. your trucks ready. So I don't think we ran our first call until first week of March. Of March of 2015. Yeah. So a little Correct. over two years ago. Well, I can imagine that 2015 was just massively profitable, right? Uh, you know, we actually didn't do too bad. We were pretty lean. We actually made. We actually made, did all right. Um, I'm just. I want to correct myself. I want to make sure that we were. I want to make sure on the dates here. Okay. Because I think we've actually only been in HVAC one year. We think it was 2016. Oh wow! Just just a little over so a year. Just a little over a year we've been in it. Yeah. Okay. So last year, last year was was okay. I mean, we didn't we didn't do too bad. Uh huh. Um, mainly because when we started out, we were pretty lean. Right. We didn't have. Um, we had one person doing everything, right? We had one person doing everything, and yeah. you can make money when you're doing that, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. Pretty hard when you now you got six, seven people. Well, how did the, how did the first year go? Let's just, you know, because you, you missed the first quarter. We did about, I think our first year we did pretty close to three quarters of a million dollars in okay. sales on HVAC total combined with service. Most of it was install, right? Because we just didn't have a lot of demand calls. We were creating on whether we were replacing older systems. Yeah. You know, by doing those system checks, right? So we we're pretty pleased with you know that for our first year. Okay. Um, what are you budgeting this year, in HVAC? Well, we're hope you know our, our budget was about three million in twenty seventeen. Yeah, based on the number of people we had, based on the call volume that we anticipated call volume. Yeah. We figured in twenty sixteen we did about five hundred calls. Okay. We f we knew we. Th we're pretty sure we're going to triple that this okay. year. All right. And based on those numbers, we came up, you know, with pretty a pretty big jump to three million. Okay. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, time will tell. We're working on that still pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. And then you've, uh, when did you add plumbing? We just added that, um, literally like two months ago. Oh, okay. 
you know, is a it was a great story. We wanted to get into plumbing. We were gonna do what we had to to find somebody, but we had a um, an, an ex next star employed. Um, you didn't solicit him, did you? Absolutely not. Oh, good. Everyone. He listening. had left um, California and moved to Spokane and been been in RA for two to three years working for other contractors. Yeah. But before that, he'd worked for an XR member in California for several years. Okay. A very well known company. Um, so he solicited us and you know really wanted to get back into doing what he did down in California with the Nexstar company, and um, you know we made our phone calls, did our due diligence with um, the member down in California, even though we weren't soliciting him and it had yeah. been years since he'd worked right. for him. We still right. wanted to find out about him. Is this like hiring any employee? Yeah. And they said, yeah. I mean, he, he he could be a great guy for you to get your division going. All right. So we brought him on, and and it is just wonderful having. A guy right out of the gate said, "Knows the service system, knows right. how to price things. He knows yeah. wh- how we do business at Nextstar and as mainstream." Ah, very and cool. So that's been really smooth. Awesome. And, that's just and starting just, out well. Yeah, um, and that's been been a dynamite business for us. Okay. Yeah, like we're we're super thrilled. We haven't done any marketing. Same thing we're doing on that we did on HVAC. We just are letting our clients know, and they're just super thrilled, and they're like, send him over. I've got something for him. It's been almost that easy so far. Knock on wood. We know we're going to have to start marketing here soon, but we're, we're, we're going to ride this out until it, until it makes us you know, spend some money. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. And we're focused on he's a he's more of a drain cleaning guy, but he's a great plumber, you know, uh Inside plumber. It's okay too. to be a drain cleaning guy. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong. With that. That's yeah. that's the business we really want to be yeah. in. Is that side drains and right, sewer absolutely. replacements. So we've done some of that. We've done a lot of cosmetic plumbing. Okay. So super thrilled, and um, now we've got a couple people knocking down our door to be employed with us. So that's great. Awesome, man. Yeah. Destination employer. People know that mainstream's in plumbing now, and I think the the other two trades has helped that a lot. Tell me more. Why is that? You know, it just brings just awareness to us a lot. The um, awareness to the uh, to the business, and okay. that we have this, you know, what would you say, um, full service business that can help them okay. out. All right, very cool. Yeah, That's, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Well, you've had an interesting journey, and it's a fast journey if you think about it. it I know it feels like maybe it feels like you've been in business a long time, but you haven't, right? And we were talking in my office yesterday, and and uh, you you made a comment. And I'm going to summarize it, which is you work your whole life to become an overnight success. Correct. Right. And it seems like all those early years of of doing H or doing electrical construction and doing everything you can and bidding the work and then kind of getting your way. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're starting to see this hockey stick of growth. Right. Right. This hockey stick of profits that are coming from not just your your base, your core electrical business, but now this new HVAC endeavor and now plumbing. And Correct. Do you see that kind of... Uh, yeah, you know, it's um sometimes it seems like it's it's taken a long time, but I think that's the success principle is instant success takes about a lifetime, like fifteen years, seventeen years. And right. You can study a lot of successful companies and they'll tell you the same thing. It right. It just takes a long time to get that foundation under you. Uh huh. And then it just seems like the walls go up pretty fast after that. Right. Right. Um but you know, don't rush it just you know, just keep working the steps every day right. and figuring right. out what you need to do next. And right. you can't do it all at once. It takes uh-huh. time to get it all in place. Yeah. Well, you, you, I know you and uh, Elaine run the business together. Among, but obviously, you got a team there as well. And 
you know, obviously very engaged people and really enjoy what you do, and that's evident to us on the outside looking at you, right? Yeah, Elaine is amazing. Elaine's my wife, and yeah. she has been a really the backbone of the company, and she is the um, the one that just gets stuff done. You know, she's an integrator. You know, I'm the visionary. I, I get in the new endeavors and get them started, and um, and she really takes it from there and, and makes it what it is. So I don't. We wouldn't be where we're at without her for That's sure. Awesome, man. Yeah. Congratulations to you S- and Elaine. Yeah, we're super super thrilled with where we're at and just excited for the future. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I like. Thank you for sharing your uh, your journey from electrician to HVAC company now to plumber and some of your success principles there. So really appreciate it. Any final thoughts before we uh, we shove off here? No, I don't think so. I think you just commit and just take action and uh-huh. you know, just you know, don't don't over plan, just do it. Okay. You know? Well <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe Jack would disagree no, with that. <laughs> no, I mean it's, there's there's you know, you certainly don't wanna overanalyze, but I think in all fairness, but, but for people listening you know, you had been around successful HVAC and plumbing mm-hmm. companies. Correct. You had befriended a lot of these folks. You had visited their shops. Mm-hmm. You know, you had, you just didn't backflip into this thing without a lot of consideration. Right. But you didn't overthink it. And what I heard you say is that you'll never know everything until you start. Right. Right. And, then you, and then, yeah. you, then you jump into it. The other thing that I, I think I want to reiterate here is that you were a very profitable no debt, strong electrical company that wasn't looking for another trade to save you. Correct. You were looking at to add on to an already great business. Absolutely. I think that's the success principle number one. You know, build the one you have. Right. To where it runs on autopilot almost and you're making, you know, nice margins before you even attempt to try to get into a trade that you're not familiar with. Right. Because it's going to take a lot of your attention. It's going to take a lot. You are going to lose some margin. And, and that's okay. I mean, you, the goal is not to. Right. But if you do, you're ready for it because your other division will help out with that. Right. And right. I just couldn't imagine being in that position. I would never do it if it's if I'm not profitable on the the first one first. Right. That's. I mean, your main business needs to be strong, healthy. Right. And growing. Right. So regardless of what trade it is, absolutely. It needs to be that way. Right. And those principles will carry you through, right? And that'll, that'll help prop you up, and you will have some hard times in the new division. Right. And that successful side of your business will hold it up. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. All or right, well. Take th- the training wheels off, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Todd, for sharing your journey here. Yeah, we thanks for having it. me. I appreciate it a lot. You're in town to uh, as a participant in our advanced service system class, and uh, thank you for coming in here, and thank you for sharing uh, what you've learned with the members of Next Day. Absolutely. I do want to say I just spent two days in advanced service system and get your technicians, owners come. Everybody come to this advanced service system. It is amazing. You'll get, you're going to get a lot out of it. Well, thank you for that, too. And uh, thank you again. Yeah, for thanks for here. having me, Jack. All right. Well, and thank you all for listening to this latest edition of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester. Uh, we enjoyed doing this, and we'll catch you on the next call. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. 